Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome to the channel where we talk about music licensing, music production, and music business. If you love any of the previously mentioned, be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on all my latest content as I just bump the mic. And hit that bell icon so you know exactly when the new content drops. Shout out to everybody that's in the stream, man. Let me know where you guys are from. Let me know what you do. And yeah, we're back for another Music Is My Business podcast episode. It's been a minute, man. Let me see some fire emojis. Yo, it's been... It's been a minute. I've been on live creating and stuff like that, but it's been a minute since I've done like a podcast episode live, live Q&A. And then tonight we're doing live music reviews. So those music reviews are coming back. So I'm super excited about that. Let me see who we got in the building today. We got Juan Martin from Argentina. What's up, Juan? Let's see. We got my guy kevin cheek guitar in the building what's up dj finesse what's good a mill in the building beard is looking great shout out to beard gang much appreciated i was on my guy mike's podcast not too long ago and like the first thing we talked about was beards and beard maintenance so shout out to everybody who's seen the beard maintenance video i posted here and, and on instagram it helped a lot of people and i'm glad that was that was the purpose of it. So appreciate it. Twofinity Music, what's good from Kansas City, Missouri. Creation dropping fire. See noise in the building. What's up? <clears throat> Will Marshall, what's good? Greetings from Scotland. Love it. What time is it in Scotland? Philly's in the building. Man, I really wanted the Eagles to win. I wanted I wanted I wanted to see the Eagles win one. It was a dope game though. Fire game. Shout out to KC bringing the, the the w but man yeah that was that was a good game a good show all together raymond from atlanta what's up we got dj markey from chicago jamity beats from san diego cali what's good so yeah juan oh i said i said what's up to you already juan didn't i ran seven legend what's good ran is a a channel member shout out to the channel members in the building so yeah Excited to be back. So listen, man, I'm kind of getting over a cold. So y'all got to excuse me if I'm like clearing sinuses randomly. But <clears throat> and shout out to the man, those preschoolers, bro. Like we we literally we pulled our son out of preschool for the rest of the week because they sent us a notice that hand, foot and mouth is spreading around. <laughs> it's spreading around the school. The wife, me and the wife was like. Pull, pull him out because listen man we he had that in daycare when he was younger some years back and it was the worst possible thing like a baby can catch and we don't we don't want him to catch it but then we also don't want our little nine month old to catch it so we was like man just pull him next week they got like a whole week off anyway so we was just like two days is not gonna hurt they ain't doing nothing but cutting up pieces of paper and sending back home like the it's so funny man like the stuff he sent he came back home last week with a picture of a, a of a q-tip like a, it was supposed to be a q-tip i don't think i have it down here but he drew a q-tip it looked nothing like a q-tip it was so hilarious but yeah drop your questions in the chat man i want to answer some questions today help you guys out 
of course we talk about sync you know we talk about music business we talk about production and all that stuff so whatever questions you guys have i am with you for the next hour to help you out aloha from hawaii it's 8 12 a.m shout out to kenny he up bright and early trying to get these gems i love it so yeah shoddy from nigeria what's good sweden's in the building i love it <clears throat> north carolina it's 6 11 where will is 6 11 p.m dope all right let's dig into it what's the website what's that website you recommend to upload music to depends are you asking like to upload music to track your tv placements if that's the one you're talking about that website is tunesat.com t-u-n-e-s-a-t.com so with that site, it's pretty cool. So in the U.S., if you have some music playing in the U.S., some parts of Europe, I don't think it's, it's all of Europe, but some parts of Europe, you upload the track. It can be an MP3. And what happens is, you know, say, you know, you have some music placed on a TV show. It aired about an hour or so later. It pops up pretty quick, but about an hour or so later, it'll pop up like the the whole the notification thing. And you'll see, you'll see like the, the TV placements and it'll show you like an audio clip. It'll show you the name of the show, the channel, how long it was used and the, the track name and all that stuff. So it's pretty dope. I like it. I recommend it. And you, it's like a free, free account for like 50, 50 tracks or something like that. So definitely, <clears throat> definitely recommend that. Let me, uh turn the mic down i feel like the mic is a little spicy we got carlton producer from wichita kansas what's up carlton estonia or estonia am i pronouncing that correctly which library do you recommend i submit an album of high energy hip-hop sports anthems beat to carlton you are in the right place at the right time listen every every library right now like you cannot go wrong at this point in time in 2023 submitting some high energy sports stuff i have gotten emails all week from multiple publishers literally asking for this exact type of music why it's february and march madness is around the corner so listen just about any library who has some type of catalog of hip-hop music rock music funk pop and everything fused in between if you have some of that music the chances of you getting in as long as it's structured properly as long as you know production quality is there as long as you're reaching out like i like i show my students and roll the 10 placements as long as you're doing all the right things the chances of you getting in are significantly higher right now because they need a ton of that music so every year this comes around and I tell producers all the time, like, yo, now is the time to start getting getting the, the, your submission playlist together, <clears throat> put together like five strong tracks and yeah, just go in and start reaching out to like three and five companies, three to five companies every day for like the next 30 days and see if you can snag up some some licensing deals real quick. And then once you're in there, like you're in there, you, you know, you start getting briefs for for all the 
all the other stuff they have going on. But now's a great time to get in because March Madness, CBS Sports, Paramount, all like they use a ton of music. And <clears throat> one thing I like about it, about like these, you know, these March Madness placements, they <clears throat> they're asking for like no less than two minutes, meaning they're looking for tracks that are kind of repetitive, not changing a lot, not super dramatic, you know, big dramatic builds. But they're looking for stuff that's kind of repetitive because they want to play it for a long period of time. And if you don't know in sync licensing, the longer the longer your song plays, the more they pay right in royalty. So, you know, 15 seconds versus, you know, a minute and 15 seconds is going to look significantly different on your royalty check. Then if you get something on CBS versus, say, I don't know, like a TNT or like a BT or something like that or VH1, like the a major network payment is more as well. So, you know, take advantage of that. And they use it like, man, they'll they'll pull a track and just keep using that track like all year long. Like a track we submitted for March Madness last year w ended up getting used on like, what is it called? I think the show is called Monday QB. Like they've been using that joint like every week and they just keep using the same track. I'm not mad at it. So yeah great opportunity right now great question judgment war says do not tag sync licensing libraries when trying to get their attention it appears you're in their library hard lesson i learned best way to approach libraries do not tell them we're trying to get their attention. yeah yeah i would i wouldn't do that um because you don't you know yeah you don't want to come across as like spammy and then I mean, you know, a lot a lot of these companies, they're they're not super massive. So word to get around quick and, you know, you end up getting ignored and you don't want that. But the best way to reach out, man, listen, it's no you go to their website, right? Go to the contact page or scroll all the way to the bottom of their website. Usually they have, you know, a, a section for composers. Excuse me, a section to submit and just like follow those instructions usually you know it's open it's like you know send submissions to this email or upload submissions here you know so just go to their website they'll let you know exactly how they want to receive music tagging them on instagram is not necessarily the best thing to do especially if you're not already in there with them like if you have a deal with them and you're composing music for them and all that stuff you guys kind of have a relationship there then you know they may want you to tag some stuff or share it or whatever but um yeah that's the best way man you know it's it's not they're not trying to keep you out at all they want they want your music they need your music but just make sure you're following their instructions on how they want to receive music and then you'll be you'll be good to go which disco plan do you recommend for someone starting out in sync the shoot i don't know which one i don't even know which one i have like it it, it really depends on you like i mean i think the the basic plan should get it done as long as you can build a playlist and you know submit music with that playlist i mean you're good yeah and you don't even need to you don't even need to pay for disco if you're just starting out like you can use box.com does the same thing but disco i do recommend it because it's being used by a ton of music supervisors it being it's being used by a ton of music libraries right now so it makes it easier to to share music and things like that and for them to listen to it download it you know have all the information right there just makes it easier so yeah you don't have to use disco but 
if you're gonna if you're gonna do it you know i think it's i think it's a good tool spicy mics royce what are some good libraries there are there's a lot of them man and it really depends on what you know what you do it's gonna it's gonna look different for every every composer you know what i mean um there's a lot of them i include like over a hundred inside the road to 10 placements course and that's just from me doing my own like personal research and stuff like that but there's there's a lot more than that you know sometimes you get new ones that kind of pop up sometimes you get the ones that's been around maybe they'll get bought out or change their name or merge with a, another library to create a bigger library so you know it's it's constantly changing but you know if if you know how to do the research and search for them you, you shouldn't have you know you can just google music licensing companies music libraries production music companies sync licensing agents sync licensing companies music supervision companies you know google those terms throw in some some keywords some genres or something like that in front of it some cities whatever and then you know just kind of go from there let's see juan martin what do you recommend when approaching exclusive libraries? I've done some research and it's recommended to reach one at a time and wait for them to respond to you before moving to another. So I am going to, I'm going to disagree with that, with that advice. And I'll tell you why. Number one, you don't know how long you're going to be waiting. If I create a playlist of say five tracks, right? I send this to company A. I don't know when company A is going to hit me back. So now am I just waiting for them to hit me back about these five tracks or like I've, I've submitted to companies and I didn't hear back to the, like the end of the year, end of the year, like eight months later, I forgot I submitted the joint. So I'm not going to wait. You know what I mean? Like I'm not waiting for you to get back to me about music that you need. You know, I don't know what your schedule's like and I understand they're busy, so I don't expect them to get back to me immediately all the time. Sometimes it happens, but I'm not expecting that. So at the end of the day, this is business. If you're not quick to respond, I'm sending this to multiple companies, even if they're exclusive because it's, they're not signed yet. The music's not signed. So the music's not signed yet. The tracks are still available. If we haven't did pap done paperwork, the tracks are still available. So if you come back six months later and say, oh, yeah, I want to sign these tracks. Well, a company hit me up five months ago and signed them. I got more that sounds just like this I can send you. And then I'll go grind out some more tracks and then send them that. But I'm not waiting around because you don't know how long it's going to take for them to hit you back. I submit to as many as possible. The ones that bite back is first come, first serve. And that's kind of how I, how I do it. Because, <clears throat> you, you, man, you could be waiting for a minute. Reggae, yes. That stuff gets used. Is there a standard length of beats that libraries require? Depends on depends on what they're looking for. For example, a March Madness brief right now is, you know, they, they don't want anything less than two minutes. Typically, I'm around a minute and a half, unless they say otherwise, right? So you may get a brief for a commercial. They only want 30 seconds, 60 seconds. So, but then I've had briefs for TV shows where they was just like, they just wanted 60, 60 seconds, um, just a bunch of 60 second cues. So I knocked that out, but you know, anywhere from a minute and a half, like a minute and a half 
two two and a half minutes, no longer than two and a half. Like if I'm doing full songs, two and a half is kind of the max for me. It's just there's just no reason to have like I, I listen to some people's music, man. It's like five minutes. Like why? Why is this song? If you can't say what you gotta say in three minutes, you you saying too much. You got you gotta say less. So you know, two and a half minutes max for a full song. Instrumental cue. Again, a minute and a half, two minutes. That'll get the job done. <clears throat> I haven't even been throwing bridges in, in songs that I'm, I'm doing for sync. Two verses, two hooks, that's it. How to get over dis the disappointment of rejection. It's a tough one, right? Man, listen. Expect it. Like, get ready to get rejected. <clears throat> It's a part it's a part of the process. Think of it this way. If every 10 rejections you got put you in front of a yes. So at number 11, you hear yes and there's like a pattern. All you got to do now is like, yo, let me hurry up and get through these 10 real quick. Tell me no. Tell me no 10 times so I can hurry up and get to this this yes on on time 11. You know what I mean? Like just get through get through those get through those joints but if they're giving you feedback pay attention to that feedback because sometimes like people ain't telling you no just to tell you no they're telling you no for a reason it's either it's legit not what they need right now so it could be a timing issue it can be you your production is not ready and you know you got to just continue to work on the craft or go back and make some tweaks so whatever feedback they give you take that feedback and then you know apply it and then you know reach out again with some some new music but yeah rejection is a part of the game i still hear no i pitch the briefs and don't hear nothing back you know i've done uh like all types of stuff man and i still i still hear no so it's a part of the process it makes it easier once you get through those no's and you finally start getting the yeses then you know okay i have something now it's just a matter of you know sending it to the right people and making sure there's alignment with what i make and what they need and then just keep it moving don't get attached to it don't submit and then <clears throat> get super attached and be like man i hope i hope like just submit that joint forget it go back to creating it'll be the the best thing you can do dope 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 our tracks on catalog websites good to use as volume reference yeah you can use them for volume you can use those like that's in the catalog of the library but you can also just use you know major hit songs as well those are good references but yeah definitely use you know some type of reference make sure your your volume is good because sometimes lower volume can be perceived as lower quality unfortunately even though the production could be dope but just because it's super duper low and you know if they're trying to hurry up and, and get this stuff out they don't have time to master and do all these things you know you could miss out on an opportunity and you don't want you don't want that to happen good question <clears throat> is there any chance for afro african sounds getting sync placements yes i believe so i actually worked on a i'm a piano piano is it, i'm a p i'm a piano i worked on a brief for that like last year sometime i need to do some more of that stuff it was fun dude i thought it was dope so yeah i think that's something that'll probably definitely pick up in the in the production music space especially if there's not a lot of it so yeah
And I think it's a good way to position yourself as a specialist in that in that lane because, you know, everybody can't make it and make it sound authentic. You know what I mean? So if you're a producer and you've been pitching your music for TV and film and the music libraries and supervisors just keep telling you no, but you know your production is fire, it's probably because your structure is off. The structure is everything and it gives the editors everything they need to be able to place your music and give them the flexibility to place it where they want to place it and how they want to place it. So I've created the How to Structure Instrumentals for TV and Film video course where you're going to learn how to structure music for higher TV placement potential, how to produce music with effective standards slash button endings and how to produce engaging music that builds and keeps the listener interested. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just use a structure that already works. I'll show you how to do it. Go to clintproductions.com slash courses. That's clintproductions.com slash courses. Get the how to structure instrumentals for TV and film and use the discount code podcast 20 so you can take 20% off that joint. Again, it's clintproductions.com slash courses. Grab that course and let it help you today. Good question. Would you recommend creating a playlist with both instruments? I'm probably like super behind all these questions coming in. Creating a playlist with both instrumentals and full songs or should they be kept separate when sending? I think if you want to make their life, their lives easier, submit full version, instrumental and acapella just to be extra. You know what I'm saying? Send them everything. Like, especially if you're using disco, you know it, everything is still clean they can see it that way if they're like they're working on something quick boom they can place it real quick next thing you know they're hitting you up like yo you got a placement where do we send the check so yeah <clears throat> judgment war productions i appreciate the super chat man no doubt glad i can share what i know patty p what's up shout out to patty p channel member in the building <clears throat> shout out to all the channel members man if you're not a channel member i'm gonna tell you what channel members get they get to see behind the scenes of what be going on in this studio over here they see me work on actual briefs like i break down the whole brief and how i'm gonna approach it and things like that how i research they get to see me start and and cook up the track and the the main idea based off of that brief and then other like random videos of things that i talk about that has to do with production and sync and all that good stuff so if you want to join, hit the join button on my profile <clears throat> on the the YouTube profile thing and become a member. It's it's like it costs as much as like buying me a cup of coffee one time a month. It's it's super cheap. So yeah. Shout out to the members. All right, let me see. All right, let me see. Kate Keaton or Kadon? My bad. If I listen, I butcher names on like so. Your name is butchered on podcasts, on live streams. I'm sorry. I just you know when I eat, I'm doing my best. Apologies for just asking questions without first paying homage. I've been signed up to your email list for a few years and appreciate your info. I'm just deciding to jump 100% the music. Let's go. That's the only way to jump in. 100%. It's all in. I love it, man. Appreciate you subscribing and being locked in for a few years. Like, that's a long time, bro. So I appreciate that. Super dope. TK Glover, what's the best way to start? Just logging on. What are you, what are you trying to start? Be. I want you to be specific because I want to answer your specific question. So let me know. I'm, I'm going to try and catch it. What is your podcast setup? That is a list. Honestly, an audio interface. We got Mac Studio. A microphone 
headphones into some lights. I got I got a light right here that's really supposed to be turned because it's kind of it's not really it's not really shining on my face. But there's a key light right there. There's a light over here, and there's just lighting, random lighting, all around. And that's it, man. I'm going through a SSL two play. Like it's the the studio. My podcast setup is like the studio setup minus the cameras. So I got two Sony cameras. I got a Sony, what is that? A Sony ZV E10 or something like that, or EVZ. It has it has letters and numbers. And then I have this other this other Sony A6600. Um, that's kind of like that's my main cam. But I'm just using this because that's what was available at the moment. So yeah, if you want a list of all the gear I use, hit the link in the description, my link in bio, and go to my Amazon shop. It has everything listed. But if it's not listed, let me know, and I'll add it on there. Everything from produ production gear. I got a production gear list. I got a camera gear list. And I have a beard gear list. Yes, beard gear. All right. <clears throat> So let's see. Creation Roll Music says, what is a good resource for understanding the relationship between music and the ad game? IG influencer TikTok. What is a good resource for understanding the relationship between music and the ad game? I don't I'm not sure I know I understand the question, but it sounds like it's a good one. I just don't I just don't understand it. All right, let me catch up here. How do you go about reducing the length of your tracks when they want a 60 second version? So my like do you create okay so we got a couple questions do you create 60s 30s 15 version on all your tracks or is that more excuse me so only common with stock music all right so we're gonna tackle this one and then we're gonna tackle like we're gonna just mush all of this together in, into one so when i'm creating like all these different versions right i don't really do anything extra like i create the full track whatever the full version is going to be say if it's a minute and a half boom that's it so once I finish the whole track, everything's mixed and mastered. What I do is just reverse engineer from there. I go from like the very end <clears throat> and then I like I'll highlight the section and just scroll back. Like in Logic, you have the uh, what's that button called? You have the the cycle, that yellow bar where you can adjust the cycle range. I adjust that until I'm at 15 seconds. I may have to nudge it a little bit or maybe adjust the ending lengthwise to make it hit 15 seconds, just depending on, you know, where it, where it lands. Cause you don't want it to start in like the middle of a, in the middle of a, a kick and hi-hat roll. Like you want it to start at a point that makes sense musically, but then I just go backwards. So I'll do like 15 from the end to 15 seconds. And then I'll do from the end to 30 from the end to 60 and that's how that's how I do it. So it's not like I'm manually like creating all these different versions. I used to do it the hard way, but now I just do that cycle thing and just highlight a section and just make sure the start is like on a downbeat. Um, I may have to throw in a snare roll or something or a riser just to extend it. Like say if, if it's at like 11 seconds, I need a few more seconds to get to 15. Maybe I'll throw a riser right at the beginning. <laughs> excuse me, and then, you know, make it 15. So that's how I usually do it. And it, it makes it so much easier if you do it that way. All right, let's see. <clears throat> All 
What specs do you export stems when you're completing a brief? Depends on the brief. Everybody wants stuff differently. So it, it just depends. Sometimes they'll ask for, um, you know, just a certain certain file types, certain, you know, specs and stuff like that. So it's a case by case basis. But usually I'm definitely sending wave, you know, at least 16, 16 bit wave. And that's either in 44, one or 48. I've been doing most of my stuff in 48. But yeah. Metric AB from Plugin Alliance is a good piece of reference software to compare your mix to a final mix. Dope. Shout out to Simmer Music for sharing that resource. Shout out to the new people that are in this joint. Let me know where you guys are from. Let me know what you do. And drop your questions in the in the joint. I'm answering questions today. How do you handle metadata? Do you do it as soon as you finish the track? Another good question. So this is something that, again... It, it depends on the company. Like every company does it differently. Some companies I have to do a spreadsheet. Some companies, you know, you do it on their platform where you, you know, you upload the tracks and then, you know, they may have like just a whole platform where you can type in metadata. Some companies do it for you. You don't really have to worry too much about it. And then other companies will use the information that's in, say, like a di your disco. Like if you're using disco to share tracks, then disco allows you to put in metadata and, you know, all the song information, writer information, all of that stuff. So <clears throat> I'm using disco a lot. So a lot of that information is going to be right there. And then when they download it from that disco link, that information carries over and they can they can see it. So that's another reason why I like disco, because it, it kind of makes that part of the process easy. Um, but, yeah, definitely want to make sure you do it. It is tedious. Like, that's probably the part that most most producers don't like because it ain't creative. At <laughs> In a way, I guess if you, it's boring. I'm going to just be straight up. But it has to be done because that's how your music is like when they're searching for stuff and they're searching based on keywords and moods and description that's how they're finding your music and you want it to be included in that in that bundle that they shop out you know to, to cbs to fox sports to nbc to netflix you know whoever they're sending this music to so yeah and do i send my tracks pre-master yes i master i mix and master everything i send i want to put put my best foot forward is there a huge demand for edm house music for sync I, you know, I don't see a, a lot of requests for it. I think there's so much of it now. I think it, I was watching, I was watching a YouTube video. If you guys don't follow him, follow, shoot, is it, hold on, let me make sure I give you the right channel. But he made a very good observation and I agree, but let me make, I don't want to like butcher somebody's name and like shout them out at the same time. And you got, you guys probably, if you're in this, this sync space you probably already heard of heard of this guy but i can't you know what's what's no his channel name is something different ah i think i just remembered let me see yes john see i was about to say i don't know where i was getting brian from john fulford john fulford music Check him out. Follow him on YouTube. 
but I was watching one of his videos and he he was talking about trends and sync and stuff like that and things that he feels is like kind of dying down or is just like there's so much of it that they're not really asking for it anymore and I, I think he had mentioned EDM as being one of those genres where it's like man it's just it's so much like that they're probably not asked for a lot of it because they probably have like a just a massive catalog of it so you know I think one, one of the best things you can do <clears throat> is, is stand Staying up uh, up on some of the, you know, the newer shows, newer seasons, seeing what's being used. If you're trying to get into like the ad space, commercial space, using sites like iSpot, what is it? iSpot.tv to look at ads and stuff like that and music that was used in ads or just watch a bunch of ads if you got time to sit and watch watch TV, you know. But yeah, definitely worth a follow. Shout out to John Fulford. Fulford. Why, can, why do I say that's so weird? So yeah, Zimzada, another member. Appreciate you, Zimzada. Are you a member of CMRRA? What is, I'm gonna have to look that up. What is CMRRA? I don't know, I'm not sure what that is. I am a member of PMA, Production Music Association. Shout out to the PMA. So yeah, trying to get into sync licensing. I'm at the very beginning. All I have is a laptop, an interface, and logic with little music skill and knowledge. Okay, this, this is what I'm gonna tell you. If you have and I'm going to be honest with you, man, like I'm listen, I'm not here to sell you a dream. I'm not here to make you buy a course. I am here to give you information that's actually going to help you. So I'm not going to tell you enroll in my road to 10 placements course so you can learn how to get TV placements, because if you have little music skill and knowledge, that's not what you should be focusing on right now. You shouldn't be focused on getting placements. You should be focused on getting your skills up your production quality up and learning your DAW, learning logic and just making as many trash tracks as you possibly can over the, <laughs> the next year or so, so that you can get your quality up to par. Cause like, if you go through the process and trying to get in the sink, you're going to get frustrated if you're doing it prematurely. Trust me, I tried it. It took me seven years because I was trying to break in and I, my structure was, was not good for TV my mix and mastering wasn't the best my you know I, I wasn't researching you know what music is working well for certain types of shows for sports highlights for you know commercials and things like that i wasn't i was just like yo this is what i make is dope somebody needs it and will like to place it because it's dope and that's not how it works so my advice to you would be dive into logic dive into some logic pro tutorials here on youtube become obsessed with like honing your craft your skill learn an instrument if you can like keys guitar something that's going to help you increase your music skill and your knowledge because <clears throat> you know i don't want you to go through this process of trying to get placements and and you know even trying to make money like right away when the skill isn't there yet so you got to develop the skill that's what i would focus on because once you get that you know under control then it'll make everything else you do a little bit easier and you'll save yourself a lot of frustration man so hopefully <clears throat> that helps do you have issues using a machine mk3 and an additional audio interface no i don't it works pretty quick one issue i do have though man like sometimes i'll just have a really bad delay on it like it'll just i'll hit the pad two seconds later it'll do something but then i'll go and change something in logic 
like the buffer size and then it'll, it'll fix it. So I don't know what that's about. Shout out to Excalibur Zero. Make sure y'all follow him too. Another wealth of information in this sync space. And yes, it's all about the beard game. Good to see you, bro. Hope all is well. But I got to have you back on, man, so we can chop it up some more. If you own a publishing company and are connected with the MLC, should you upload it to MLC versus just copyright and, and send to libraries? If you own a publishing company and are connected with the MLC, should you upload it to MLC versus just copyright and send to libraries? If you, so the issue is like, if you're a publishing company and you're sending to libraries, which is another publisher, that's the, the only part where there could be an issue because technically you can't publish to a publisher. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know what the business looks like on that on that front but you know usually if you're if you're working with a library they are going to you know admin the publishing and kind of handle that aspect of it they're going to register the works on your behalf with you know with your pro to collect performance royalties and stuff like that but i would ask them and you know it depends on what kind of situation you're in because you, you may be like in a co-pub situation like i don't know but that's something i would ask them to make sure there isn't like overlap where it's like multiple publishers kind of doing the same stuff and creating confusion on who's actually doing the collection. So that would be, that would be my advice. <clears throat> the Bureau was good. Have you ever gotten a brief and the brief description doesn't really match the references? How do you navigate that? Have that, has that, no, I think, I don't think I've had that happen, but if it does happen, I would probably go off of the references. And the reason why I say that is because sometimes when I'm talking to people <laughs> like executives at companies, sometimes they don't be making sense or they say, say, say they use certain words and the way they use it don't mean the same that as, as a, like a producer would use it. So I would go off the references and then, yeah, I would use that. Cause man, sometimes, dude, I'd be hearing some ridiculous stories. I know somebody. They had they sent the track. <clears throat> publisher sent back feedback. And they was like, "Yo, can you like, can you like take the?" They wanted them to edit the piano, right? It was something about the piano. I don't know if they wanted to turn it down, take it out, or something. Or, but they wanted them to edit the piano. This is the thing, though there was no piano in the track at all no piano so my guy was like i'm low-key confused i really don't know what he, what he's talking about because there's no piano in the song so that's why i say just go off of the uh, <laughs> just go off of the references because <clears throat> some people are not musically inclined enough to explain stuff right but yeah composer for films what's good bro i hope all is well another dope talent in this space all right let me see let me catch up on some recent questions i'm probably like 30 minutes behind we got a few more minutes we hanging out i'm publisher they renamed the track so it's not the same in your pro rap track and rap track edge those are two different oh i think he's i think he's answering somebody else's question my bad i just got all up in y'all's information freddie river music was good Oh, how's getting your music linked with a with a popular TikTok 
or IG influencers pay generate revenue? May not be posing the question correctly. Does IG send checks to influencers only? So I think there's like a couple, <clears throat> there's a couple ways to make money off of that. Like, I think like you would get, I'm pretty sure DistroKid, you can select the option to have your music sent to like TikTok, Instagram, right? So if you link up with an influence, you're like, hey, use my track to like, I don't know, create a dance to or something like that. Then you would get paid the royalties that DistroKid would collect on your behalf from that being used on social media. It's probably not going to be a crazy amount of money, but it could add up to be something. If you're a producer and you want to get your music placed in TV and film, but you just don't know where to start, the Road to 10 Placements is where you start. This is the ultimate blueprint to landing your first 10 TV placements, and it's the exact blueprint I use to get started in sync without having any connections or without having any placements. This course is going to teach you how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement-ready music for TV. This course has helped producers all over the world get placements on networks such as MTV, NBC, VH1, NBA Network, Hulu, Netflix and a bunch of others. Listen, it took me seven years to get to my first TV placement, but this course has helped producers see TV placements in as little as six months, which is insane. So this course can help you go from zero placements to TV placements fast. Enrollment is now open. So go to road to 10 placements.com. That's road to the number 10 placements.com. Make sure you use the discount code podcast 20 to take 20% off at road to 10 placements.com. Go enroll today yeah honestly i think that's really like the the main way and then youtube you kind of you have content id so you know <clears throat> if someone uses your your track on their youtube channel then you would be forwarded like the ad revenue for that however youtube just releases update with this whole creator music thing where they can license they can license music directly like on the youtube platform and they can still collect it'll allow them to collect the ad revenue or it'll allow them to share ad revenue with the composer of that track which i think is kind of dope um especially like as a youtuber um to be able to have that flexibility now the thing is i need to figure out we need to figure out we need let's let's put our minds together and figure out how we can get our music in that youtube music creator platform because i think that's a i think that's a wave so i got to look into that but yeah that's how you know you would you would generate revenue and you know from just people using the track yes indeed you will see me in april man i'm excited this should be dope shout out to everybody that's gonna be at at nam 2023 just being a part of this today i gotta join as a member because this energy is great energy hey man i appreciate that shout out to the members man if you want to join there's a join button on my my youtube page man just join as a channel member um and and come come on in to the inside quantize shout out to greg savage that's how i found you shout out to my guy greg man yo like if you're trying to like figure out the video game stuff too and he does sync too like i think that's that's what's so dope about greg man like he knows the sync stuff and then he also knows like the video game stuff and after talking to him he like get like I thought it worked a completely different way and then he broke it down. I was like, oh wow, like it's it's levels to this this video game stuff, man. But if you're trying to get into that space and even even if it's not like the big video games, um, just like people who are developing these apps and 
the smaller games, you know, mobile games and stuff like that. Music is like an afterthought for a lot of these developers. So, you know, <clears throat> if that's the space you're trying to get into, man, he knows he knows the way. So make sure y'all follow him. Greg Savage, a.k.a. DIY Music Biz. Yeah. TK tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern time here in the United States of America. We're going to be live doing music reviews. So come. There will be a link in the description where you can submit your joint. Hopefully we get to it. Like I get a ton of submissions. People on my email list, they like they get a head start on everybody. But yeah, come through. We're going to listen to music. I'm going to let you know if it's dope. I'm going to let you know if it's not dope, which you can improve on. And we listen specifically for the purpose of TV and film. Like, would this work in a TV film ad kind of situation? So that's tonight, 9 p.m. Come back here on this channel, and we're going to vibe out. It's going to be dope. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Canadian Musical Reproduction Rights Agency. No, this is my first time hearing about that. I'm going to have to check that out. Like, what, what do they do? Have you ever signed a bad contract? Yes, I have. Now, it probably wasn't the absolute worst contract. It wasn't like I lost probably. I won't say I lost money, but I was I probably held back from the potential to make more money. But yeah, I did an exclusive publishing deal back in 2011. There was pros and cons to this deal. So I seen it and, you know, <clears throat> I seen that they had some, you know, a few placements or whatever in TV. And that's, that's a space that I was kind of trying to break into. So I was like, oh, this I think this will be a great match. They were a newer company, a newer publishing company. So I did a deal. Now, this deal, it was exclusive, not in how, like I explained to you all, exclusive deals as far as working with music libraries. It was like exclusive publishing deal, meaning every time I sit in front of this computer, and knock out music all of that music must be attached to that publisher no matter what so if i wanted to submit it for tv and film placement um it had it, it had to go through them or <clears throat> it was if it was a situation where i don't know a music supervisor reached out to me directly and you know they wanted to use something that publisher was going to be attached to it no matter what whether they did the work or not <laughs> So that was the mistake I made because I think that was, I think it was only, I think it was only three years. Yeah, it was like three years, but three years was a long time because during these three years, I started doing more research, which I should have did first, but I started doing research and finding out that you can do deals with music libraries and, and licensing companies and not be tied down to just one, right? So like, even though, this one track I make is exclusively tied to, say, BMG production music, right? Well, I can still make track number two and send that to Flavor Lab, just Toolbox, and do a deal with them for that one song. And then I can still create a bunch of other songs and do other deals with other publishing companies. That's the freedom you have when you, you know, you work in, in sync licensing versus being tied down to one publisher. So that was like the the bad deal that i did because it kept me tied up for three years however it did get me my first ever tv placement on fox sports in the nfl network so that it you know it lit a fire under me because that one placement you know i made 
like over six hundred dollars in royalties passively just from that one you know that one instrumental being used for <clears throat> you know i don't know however 20 seconds i don't even know if it was that long but that was when i was just like okay like once i get out of this deal like i'm about to go hard and try and get different deals with different companies and then see how that works and that's when the road to 10 placements actually started after that deal ended <laughs> so yeah so that was like you know that was that deal man and then i had some some major artist stuff that i had placed and you know they were trying to they were trying to collect for me and i you know i told them no because they didn't they didn't do the work man it was like it was a relationship that i built and they wanted to collect my producer's advance before i touched hands on it and i was just like nah bro yeah so then after that i pretty much just laid low i didn't create like i was creating music but i wasn't sending music to them and then you know i was just talking to my attorney he was just like yeah just i would just write it out versus trying to get out of it early he's like it's not it's just not worth it so so that's what i did man i just laid low for a little bit soon as that joint was up your boy went crazy and i was like yo i'm gonna try and get 10 tv placements in a year and that's what I did, man. I started reaching out to companies, started documenting my process, started creating, submitting, and forgetting. And I haven't looked back since. <clears throat> so, yeah, man. That's it, man. I appreciate the super chat. Appreciate the members. Shout out to the new new members in the building. Appreciate y'all. Kalis is currently going to Full Sail University and looking forward to getting my production equipment to hit the ground running in the sink field. I used to make music prior to my military career. Super dope. I love it, man. Alvin Alexander in the building. Good to see you, bro. So, yeah. <clears throat> Let me see what else we got. Would you be willing to do a video on Disco Metadata? You know what? I I think I'll, I'll do that for, for the members on the channel. I'll do, because I keep hearing that <laughs> from people in the community. So, it's like, I, I think I'm going to do that, man, because, you know, it'll be helpful. Like, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you all like i'll give you a breakdown of like how i use it because i don't even use like all like it has features like i haven't even been using like i really need to stop playing around but i'll show you guys like how i use it how i build a, a playlist with it and all of that stuff so yeah i'll do that i'll do that for the the channel members man so super dope all right man that's it man i'm gonna end it i'm gonna end it right there it's been an hour we've been chopping it up for a minute a lot of dope questions appreciate y'all coming through tonight again 9 p.m eastern time come back we're gonna do live music reviews it can be instrumentals it can be full songs we're gonna critique it i'm gonna let you know if it's ready for tv and film and we have a good time man it's been a minute too because i don't i don't think i've done one since what was it like since november october i don't know it's crazy and shout out to the road to 10 placement students in the building i see jamity it was worth every penny. Thank you so much for the gems. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad it's helping. Shout out to everybody that's, you know, that's on their road to 10 placements. If you want to start, just hit the link in the description and enroll, man. So I'm out. I'll catch you guys on the next one, which will be tonight. And let's get it, man. Remember, you make music, not excuses. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. 
Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.